Welcome to the TEDx Santa Barbara podcast, a behind the scenes view of our upcoming TEDx. We talk to team leaders, designers, and past speakers to give you insight into the inner workings of the show. Each conversation will offer you an interesting dimension of TEDx to help you better appreciate this amazing all-volunteer effort. I'm Mark Sylvester, your host and producer of TEDx Santa Barbara. Let's get started. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the show. Um, This week, uh, I thought it would be really interesting to talk about our theme and how we turn that theme into reality, meaning how do we turn it into poster? How do we turn it into set design? Because each year we come up with an abstract theme uh, that gives us a lot of latitude when it comes to selecting ideas and speakers. Um, as you know, if you've been following us for a while, you know, our themes have been, uh, you know, the spark within, uh, the unthinkable, um, uh, now what, you know, things like that. So it's really challenging. So this year we chose Yes And, which is a guiding principle of improv that promotes inclusion. Uh, the Yes explains the situation while the And allows the listener to add their own experience to the talk and then take action. We, we, we've heard of ideas worth spreading. We like to think about ideas worth doing. So I've asked our design team to join me uh, on the pod this week uh, to talk about how we um, visualize an abstract theme. They are um, Britt Jewett of Studio 7. He's our set designer and has been responsible for each of our six shows in Santa Barbara. Go back and look on YouTube. Look at the very innovative and interesting things that he's done this year. Uh, we're going to hear from Britt how he's really kind of uh, stretched uh, himself to take this yes and theme on. Lillian Pham, who's a student at UCSB and our graphic designer, and showed up at one of our volunteer job fairs last year and said, hey, I'd like to help. And who knew she had a superpower for graphic design? Uh, we're welcoming her back to our 2017 team. And then Marshall Pittman, who was a longtime friend of mine uh, and a friend of TEDx, he used to fly out from his home in Texas uh, just to see our show. He's a huge fan. Uh, He's also a very well-known animator and teacher of 3D. You may know that we had a company here in in Santa Barbara called Wayfront, and uh, he's been using Maya for years. He's now our animator, produced last year's opening animation, and will be debuting this year's as well. Welcome everyone to the show. Hey, everybody. Hi. Howdy. There we go. So, uh, Britt, I want to I start off with you. What are you, um, you know, you and I in your wonderful studio in downtown Santa Barbara, I come over and I tell you what the theme is and you kind of look at me and then you kind of go off into your creative space and you think about like what that means and then, and you don't have, you don't instantly come back, but a couple of weeks later, you'll say, this is what I think it looks like. Why don't you tell us, let the listener know a little bit about what the process is for you. One of the things that, that I always try to do is create something that, that has, uh, that reads with pictorial depth, uh, even though uh, most of the, the people will see it as a two-dimensional image in, in the video. So there are ways of, of, of uh, showing space through uh, patterns of light and dark. And our sets are, are, in their essence, minimalist because 
the, the timeline and the budget doesn't afford for a lot of fussy details. So we really take the essence of a, an idea and strip it down into something that, that reads pictorial depth and, and a nice play of light and shadow on the video. I love um, this. This year was the first year that we actually did some prototyping uh, down at the New Vic Theater um, under the veil of secrecy. And because uh, we've got a pretty spectacular uh, plan in line. And I love how you are so focused on light and shadow and how the, the stacking elements work with one another. Anyone who's been to our show knows that you really love that. And there's a lot of nuance in there. Why, why is that so important to you? Because uh, a, long, a while ago, I was on an architectural tour and they said that the, the building was done by someone who studied the Beaux-Arts and, and was trained as a painter and they understood how to, how to show depth in paintings and that translated into how they uh, work with architecture. And it was always something that I thought uh, made a space more memorable. And so I've been able to use the set design as a studio uh, to explore those themes. So I should let our listener know that um, this is not your day job. Your day job is as a you know very well-known architect here in Santa Barbara. And this is your, uh, your guilty pleasure of coming and getting to play on our stage. We sure appreciate it. Yeah, it's a, it's a pleasure. So Lillian, let's, let's turn to you now. Um, one of the things that I really uh, love about your energy is how you really enjoy the collaborative process and working with us as a team and talking about these big heady ideas. Like it's really hard to take this abstract stuff and, and put it into black and white you know, pixels. How did you, you know, once we settled on this notion of waves, then waves maybe became clouds. Tell us how you kind of translated that idea and actually started to come up with pictures of it. Okay, so for me, I started to just think about what we all talked about. And then um, as a designer, you know, going throughout my day, I just let inspirations come to me. So wherever I look, wherever I see, I just take it in. And then when I come home, I get to my computer. And then I just remember back to the notes and ideas and the visuals that I see throughout the day. And then I go onto Illustrator, put it out, visualize it myself, create it, and then come back to, of course, you guys. And then we all talk about it. And then just keep on reworking it. And then just taking different perspectives in. So it all comes from first laying it out on the screen. Yeah, we, um, I, I, I don't know if our, our user or our listener knows this, but I keep try document everything. I'm a historian at heart. And so I've documented all of this process and turning it in, I keep a book. Uh, each year of all the stuff that we do. So all of the iterations that we had, the font choices we made. Um, for those that uh, wanna know where our initial inspiration came from, it was from the Japanese wave pattern mm -hmm. that we find on uh, kimono and other uh, very, very old uh, Japanese art. And we thought that the waves were uh, a very subtle reference to Santa Barbara without being, you know, surfer town, but that whole idea of waves in the ocean. Uh, but 
um, one of the things you did, which I thought was really interesting, is you turned the waves upside down and they kind of read like clouds. Where did that come from? Mm -hmm. Yes, yeah, so that was actually from one of the inspirations that I saw. It was actually a drawing where there's this, um, say, axis, the line that kind of keeps them together. So there's waves on top and waves on bottom. And then I took that inspiration and, and I laid it out myself to see what it looked like. And that's when um, the the vision just started coming along. I, lo I love it. It's um, because it reads both ways, right? You can, which is yes. what's interesting about the theme is that it needs to be abstract enough to be able to cover, you know, 12 talks that, you know, even though we never explicitly tie the talk to the theme there, our listener and the attendee is trying to figure out what's the little thread uh, that we can weave between all of them. Even though we know the talks will, will be seen out of sequence uh, after the show. So Lillian, thank you so much. Marshall, um, you know, you and I have worked together since like, the early days of 3D animation. Uh, you've been around Maya, you're, you know, one of the, uh, you know, one of the guys who's been there for many, many years. And um, last year we decided to do a 3D animation and I reached out and you said, oh, I'm in, I'm totally want to help. And you know, we really did something interesting in 3D. This year we said, let's keep it simpler. And I mean, you actually teach motion graphics um, there in Texas, right? Yes, I do. And what, 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 was, what was the biggest challenge for you this year taking, you know, the, from, because you've been in all the collaborations. So there's the set design and what we're trying to do in physical space. And then what Lillian did with the cloud wave combo. It was actually easier this year. It was a lot more fun doing this collaborative. <laughs> Mark and I worked together last year, and we had several sessions working out the, uh, the aesthetic and the look and such. And it was really great. Um, last year at um, the last conference, I met Lillian. And one thing we said is we have to work together from the beginning. And I, that's why I really appreciate these collaborative sessions. So we were able to talk about um, what waves were like, what clouds were like, put all these um, ideas together. And when Lillian presented those waves with that center line, I could see them moving. So the, the technical part was taking an Illustrator file and turning it into an After Effects and Emotion file. Um, Adobe makes it kind of hard to do that in some cases, but um, everything about Lillian's graphics suggested some kind of movement. The, um, what, what's interesting about that collaboration, because that's the big part of what we wanted to do this year with the four of us, uh, was that, just see if I got this story right. You took last year's graphic. We had the cube, which you did, yeah. that we then gave to Lillian, and she exploded the cube and took it off into this really wonderful place. And you took the cube and actually turned it into fabric and you had a pattern fabric made and then you taught yourself how to sew and you made a bow tie and you made a tie and which we're looking at right now and then you wore that tie and I think you were sitting next to Lillian how did that work he had to be my badge so I, I walked down the line I'm like nope that person's busy that person's busy and Lillian handed me my badge Oh, nice. So she was volunteering at registration and she saw the tie. Then we figured out, oh yeah, we both worked on this. So it was nice. So this year we have the collaboration. Well, I promised I would keep this uh, short. I want to thank you all so much. People can see the yes and 
a logo uh, that's on the website. I'm saving the animation. We're going to debut that on the day of, so I'm not going to tease it out. It looks really great though, Marshall. You just did a really good job of that. And I just love how, again, that was one of those getting inspiration from a lot of different places. And one of the things, let's leave the audience with this, that part of the way as an animator you think about it was the clouds and the waves animate and they all animate differently because you were thinking about the different what? Well, the, the main point is when people look at this animation, they're going to see different things. So I wanted to give them something where they can see, oh, that's me. I, I'm that cloud. I'm that wave. That could be voices in a crowd. It could be the idea spreading, right? So we we're trying to to support the scene of ideas we're spreading or ideas we're doing. You know, uh, I, on another show, I've got a co-host who's an art professor and he talks to me about art, uh, form versus function. And, and it's art when it's not designed to actually do something. Britt, you and I have had this conversation where it's art when you look at it and it doesn't have to, it can be different to everybody who looks at it. In our case, we have to have the function of it being on a stage or being an animation, but I think we tried to keep it abstract enough to where people will read into it. I can't wait to hear what people see when they walk into the Vic Brit and see um, this spectacular set design that you've done. I'm, I'm just really, really pleased with it. It's gonna, and it's gonna read so nicely on the videos as well. Thank you all so much. I appreciate you being on the show and we're, uh, Today, we're 24 days to go, so uh, we're almost done. Thank you, everybody. You're welcome. Thank you for having us. Thanks for listening to Behind the Scenes at TEDx Santa Barbara. To be sure you don't miss an episode, subscribe to our newsletter. We produce a new show each week in the run-up to our event on September 8th at the New Vic Theater in downtown Santa Barbara. Information about our speakers, tickets, partners, and volunteering is available at TEDxSantaBarbara.com. We're looking forward to seeing you in September.